welcome to the Village Traders Podcast. I'm your host, Njabu Lintzaband. This podcast is aimed at helping you and experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders. Today, I'm chatting with a great friend of mine, Jose, as usual. How's it going, Maji? Hey, pretty good on yourself, man. Ah, yeah, all is well, man. Can't complain, can't complain. I uh, can't complain too much. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, so 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 you and I decided we should talk about the string of losers that I have taken in recent weeks. Uh, yes, yes, I saw it on the mailing list. So I saw that you had quite a few losses, though. So yeah, yeah. I just want to know how did you manage? How did you manage to be? Uh, what's what's the word? Not to what's it? Jumping the gun or just chasing those losers or? How did you manage all of that? Like when you had so many losers at that point? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you know, mustn't really forget that I'm still, you know, on the learning stage of my, of my, of my trading career and um, trading a new like market um, for, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, the equity markets. Um, so, I, uh, you know, the, my first, let's see, six trades, five of them were, were losers and, and um, uh, um, only, only one winner. Um, so what, what I've picked up, um, most of the losers, what I was doing was trading against the trend. So what? Mm. So uh, Elder talks about the triple screen system on his on his trading trading for a living book, where he starts he he would start his his analysis on the weekly chart and see the trend on the weekly chart, and then jump back to 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 the daily chart and see the trend there. Um, but he 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 gets even more granular. He goes down to an hourly chart to 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 then take his trades. Um, so when I when I look back, because you know one of the most important things that you you a, a trade doesn't and when you exit the trade, you need to go back and revisit um, um, the steps that you took to see if you trade well, mm. or um, there's something you could improve or change here and there yeah. in the future and whatnot. So when, when I was doing that exercise, I realized, you know, that's, I realized that um, when doing my analysis, I was just fixated on the chart patterns that I was trading and not looking at the bigger picture. Um, but as far as... Um, uh, as far as the patterns themselves, or as far as the trade themselves, I I I, I think I traded well. When you mm-hmm. um, take out the, um, the 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 impact of the bigger picture, or the yeah the impact of the bigger picture, uh, or the impact of the weekly chart, um, uh, as is the case in in, in my because uh, in 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 my case because um, the bigger picture or the primary trend um, uh, is, 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 you know, as a convention is one order of magnitude higher than the current chart that you're currently trading. So in my case, it would be the daily chart. Mm, mm, mm. Um, no, no, no. So I'm okay. trading a daily chart. So one order of magnitude is, is, is the weekly chart. So I should be starting my analysis on, on a weekly chart on perhaps even in a monthly chart. But, you know, I think the weekly chart is, is you know, decent enough it has uh, yeah. a, a decent enough weight um, uh, on it. Okay, cool, cool. So, so then, yeah. Um, when will you start uh, implementing this new tweak to your system then? Or will you just start, like in terms of checking the weekly trend before you go to the daily? 
Yeah, I've, I've, so I've, yeah, I've, 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 you know, started doing that already. Um, I realize that it has some significant weight to it. Um, like, uh, um, significant enough weight for me to alter my, you know, thought process when taking trades immediately, because, you know, you need mm. to be careful on chopping and changing things in the short term. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so you don't want to overly, you know, do it. But, you know, this one is of enough significance. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 the trading cliche that follow the trend or the trend is your friend, you know, trading the direction of the trend, all of that, you know, would, would fit well within um, um, that, you know, trading regiment, as it were. Mm-mm-mm. So now when, when I, when, what I do now is I look at the weekly chart and see the trend on a, on a, on a weekly chart and to objectively um, uh, um, decide the direction of the trend, I use a, 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 um, a 50 week exponential moving average. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah so if, it, if the, the, um, and I'm a little bit agnostic in a sense that, um, you know, if if it's trading trading below or above the the fifty week uh, exponential moving average, um, but also I do look at the direction of the the fifty week moving average. Ah, okay. So now, if if like for instance it was coming down, um, you know, as as it happens right now, I'm looking at at, at Tiger Brands chart. Um, uh, in from August 2019, it was just coming down and then it consolidated um, from November uh, all the way through to April of 2020, right? And then it, it, it broke through con- to continue in the direction of the original trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what, what, yeah. yeah, so what I did now, when I, when I was looking at a range, I was, I, like, I was, you know, I had zoomed in too close um, into that range to say, okay, when it breaks either side, I'm in. And then what, what, you, uh, what, what then happens, you, you, you get quite susceptible to f- false breaks. If, you know, you know, false breaks usually happen in the opposite direction of the original trend. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, would it say maybe, uh, what's the thing, uh, what, what, what can I say, is that if you kind of have that kind of um, follow through, you might be susceptible to just sticking to your bias and not being able to change your bias at that point. Uh, as in the bias of, of, of the trend and, and maybe the trend is reversing. Um, yeah, I, I could say so. Um, because even though you might, you might say, okay, if it's just going to go break up, I'm just going to buy. So you just fixated on the fact that if it just breaks up and you're just susceptible to getting false breaks and just entering maybe wrong or just entering away too quick? Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. But um, if it breaks in the direction of the trend, the probability of it continuing is higher than it not. But, you know, higher probability mm. does not necessarily mean um, uh, hundred does does not necessarily mean any form of certainty. Yeah. So there's still that room. Hence, we still you know have even when trading in a direction of the trend, we still have a stop loss. Yeah. 
and you, and 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 sometimes you're gonna get stopped out, and this thing continues in the, in your original direction. And you know that thing happens. <laughs> you know it happened. It happened with Glencore. Um, you know, I got stopped and it moved back to in, in, in my direction. It also happened with Impala. You know, I got stopped and it moved with in, in, in my direction. But you know, the interesting thing that happened is as I was doing the homework of revisiting the trades to see, you know, where I went wrong and whatnot. Um, some of the trades, even though I had not looked at the weekly chart and the and, and the primary trend and whatnot, I was in the direction of the trend, even though I didn't I just happened to find myself in the direction of the trend, right? And you know, and 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 when I was doing this this exercise of revisiting these old trades, um, I, I you know get to see other ideas that then come up. For example, on on um, you you may have picked up on the Impala trade. Um, I got stopped out fairly uh, quickly and. I picked up a, a a nice bullish flag, you know, as as a that and that's a continuation pattern, and it's in mm. now in the direction of the trend. So it it has triggered. I'm waiting for it to continue uh, to to uh, um, to 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 confirm um, by trading um, higher than the high of the the breaking candle. Um, and I have my, you know, like we spoke the last time, I, 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 I managed that process uh, via putting a, 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 a buy stop order in the market. Ah, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so I have, I have, I have a buy stop order in the market, um, so I'm waiting for the market to then take me in. Mm, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that would happen where you, you're re revisiting an old trade, you realize where you went wrong. And as it happens, you pick up uh, another trading idea. And similarly with um, uh, um, discovery, not necessarily a trade that I took on my, on, on my account, but we took on, on um, the, the, the other account that I'm trading with Simon Brown um, on a discovery trade where a, a trade failed. I'm, I mean, uh, a, a trade we, everything was correct, and we actually happened to to we had wind on our back, and we um, uh, uh, find ourselves in a profitable trade, and then our 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 uh, uh, take profit or target was quite inspired because it hit our target and then it, it reversed back. And when I was doing that post and um, post trade analysis, I actually find another trading pattern that you know re-enter in still in the direction of the original trend. So the key thing that I've picked up so far, um, either than, uh, um, so one being obviously being quite disciplined to, 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 to your trading setups and not like jump gun and preempt the trades. And also um, risk management came in really, really handy because after, after you know, a string of five losing trades in a row and one winner out of, of uh, you know, you know, let me see, one winner out of six, the portfolio mm. is only down 10%. Oh, okay, okay, awesome, yeah. There was another question I wanted to ask you uh, with that, like how was your risk management at that point? Yeah, money, because... money. Yeah, the, 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 um, the, 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 the trade was only down, uh, um, 
10%, the portfolio overall was only down 10%. And that is due to um, the risk management because I was r- risking roughly 10, 2% of, of my, my, my account equity at, with each and every single trade that I took. And so the, the drawdown yeah. wasn't as heavy, um, you know, because I could, I could have geared it, you know, 10 times, but, you know, I chose not to um, mm. because had I done that, imagine if, if I had traded, you know, two times bigger. So I was going to be down 20, imagine even just two times bigger, I was going to be down 20%. Yeah. So the hole that I've oh, done myself is that. significantly smaller than, you know, it, it, it would have been. Yeah, yeah. I guess it just gives you more time or more skin in the game, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you live to fight another day. You need, like, you know, the cliche in the market is not rule number one: don't lose money. You know, rule number two: don't forget to to rule number one. But then that rule does not necessarily mean on each and every single trade don't lose money because you don't have control over that. Yeah. You know, all you have, like as a trader, I think your number one job, just like as a cricket batsman, your number one priority is to stay on the crease. Mm-hmm. You know, sec- number, the second priority is then to, 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 to score some runs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, preserve capital first, second goal. Um, um, uh, you know, and Elder talks about this in, in, in his Trading for a Living book. You know, rule number one, priority number, or goal number one um, for, for uh, winning traders or successful traders is to pre- preserve capital. The second goal, a steady growth of income. And then the third goal is, you know, large uh, uh, um, growth of capital. But now, you know, I've, I've fallen for this as well you focus on the third goal and, you know, don't even know that goal number one and two even exist. You, you, we focus, we find ourselves focusing on, you know, trying to make these big profits because, you know, Instagram traders have told us that, you know, markets can make these great profits, but, you know, (laughs) like really not this lie, like not like lying, you know, traders on on, on Facebook and the like. Focus on, uh, um, preserving capital first, because if you preserve capital first, you will you'll be able to show up for the next trade. Because the distribution between win, winning, winning and losing trades is 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 random. And you know when you lose when when you lose money in a trade, you learn something. You know, like now I've learned that you know from now on, let's trade, let's try and trade in the direction of the trend, unless we are actually taking a reversal. Um, uh, a, a, a reversal view on, on on that trade, and which can be quite tricky at times. Um, so then, uh, just an interesting question is: so mm, let's say for your standard trades, whereas you're trading uh, in the direction of the trend, you would be risking, let's say, two percent. Mm-hmm. And then, if you do a counter trend, would you maybe lessen your risk because you know that the steps are less in your favor? actually that's that's one of the things that i was i was pondering at, at at the minute you know um to say perhaps if i'm trading in the direction of the trend i should be risking you know the max two percent um or you know up to three percent and then um when i'm when i'm actually calling a reversal both but when the key thing for me is when i'm calling a reversal i'm calling a reversal first on the weekly chart before i call it on a daily chart 
you know what I'm saying? So I look for a reversal ah, pattern okay. on the weekly chart first. For 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 example, I I I didn't trade it um, because you know the pro um, on the, on the process chart on the, when you look at the weekly chart um, of the the past week, the the one of last week, it had a, a beautiful. Uh, bearish and golfing candle on a weekly chart, and bearish and golfing candle is one of the most powerful candlestick patterns that uh, the uh, uh, there is in the market. And that was on a mm -hmm. daily, um, uh, uh, on a a, a a a a weekly chart. It happened on the weekly chart, so I can call it a reversal on a weekly chart. And now look for an entry um, in the direction of that reversal on a daily chart. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just that um, with 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 pro, it, it's just one of those things that you picked up. But with process, that that chart was way too chop in too many gaps in 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 um in 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 between. And gaps are amazing if you're in, in the right side of the trade, and not not as much if you are you know find yourself in in, in <laughs> on the wrong side of it. You know, gaps. You know, yeah, yeah. Gaps, <laughs> gaps are a thing of beauty if you find yourself. You know. In, in, in the correct direction, but you you will you'll not always uh, uh, do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, but definitely, so um, if, even with that, still, you know, risk risking um less, maybe one or one and a half percent. You know, it's, it's it's something that I'm still pondering. So the 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 thing that worries me with that uh, with that approach of of downsizing the risk is remember I'm I'm, I'm trading on a shoestring uh, at the at the moment. Um, downsizing yeah. the risk may mean not taking other trades because if you do like the position when you calculate the position size, um, which we I think we should get to in just a bit, um, you'd find yourself you having like not point something as a position and you can't like you can't buy 0 0.5 shares like you know mm -hmm. on a, on a, on a share you know it has to be like a a, a, a whole number but you know I'm, I'm i am i am quite um looking into that so how how to calculate uh um the 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 that that position sizing when when it comes to 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 ensure that you are risking only two percent of your portfolio. So what you do is you take your account equity, you know, get two percent of that. You know, your account size, let's say a thousand rand. Two percent of that is twenty rand. Um, and then what you do, you look at your entry and you look at your stop. Your stop, your entry is ten rand. Let's say you're on a long position. Your entry is ten rand. Your stop is nine rand. So your risk is one rand per share. Right. Ah, okay. Cool. Yes. Cool. So what you then do is take that one rent divided into twenty. You buy twenty CFDs. Similarly, if okay. you um, your entry is ten rand, your stop is five because the most logical place to put it is five rand. So your risk is five rand per trade. Divide five into twenty. You buy four contracts. Mm, okay. No so one when that happens, when you get stopped out, all you are losing. Is that two percent? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I think maybe what you what we should do is maybe also write an article of this and put it in the mailing list as well. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We'll do. We'll do how to calculate. Um. Uh, um. You know. The 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 the, the two percent. And and uh, when calculating that differs from the type of assets that you are trading. Um, but only slightly, only slightly, um, because the the point move value differs from 
you know different trading um, instruments. For example, uh, yes. when I'm trading when I'm trading the 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 indices on on a different platform on the IG platform, there's a fixed point move on the indices. So there's two rands. You you know that each each move each point move is two rand because indices are not priced. There's no like rand value price to it. It's a point. It's points. You're trading points there. Mm -hmm. So some brokers have like yeah, a, yeah. say two rand per point. You know each move. So you know that um, each. So if 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 say if you enter long on ZAR forty for example at fifty thousand, um, uh, and you your stop loss is at I don't know forty eight thousand. That's two thousand point. You know. Uh, um, okay, call it, let's say 49,000. That's a 2,000 point move, right? I mean, that's a thousand point move. Thousand. Right? Mm -hmm. So at two rand per point, that's 2,000 rands. That's the entire yeah, yeah. risk that you have. So let's say, for example, um, hence I was trading a demo account. I couldn't put skin in the game because minimum, like a 2% uh, of portfolio it has to be just on 2000 you know is 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 you know quite significant so let's say now to to make an example you have 100000 rand 2% of that 2000 rand and 2000 into 2000 you buy one contract so your risk is kept at 2000 rand relative mm. to your stop loss yeah. and similarly uh, uh, you know you entered 50000 points and your stop is 49,500. Your risk is 500 times 2,000, you know, 1,000 into 2,000, that 2%, that um, you buy two contracts. Yeah, okay. That's a lot of numbers and jumps. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll put that nicely in the article. And similarly in the FX market, you know, with, with mm -hmm. the pips move, depending on how much each pip costs, you, you can then kind of like calculate, but you know, some brokers like um, the one I'm using with the equity market um, and on, on, the, on the equity trading think markets, you can see a potential as, as you're placing the trade, you can see, um, uh, oh, what's this? You can see a, 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 a potential loss. So when you're placing a stop, when you're putting your, cause I, I don't do single click trading. Um, I don't I, like. I have to place. I have to go through those many steps, you know, to make sure that I'm sure what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> the the when you when you when you do that, right? Um, yeah. uh, 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 it, it does show you how much you stand to potentially lose. So you can just kind of compare. Um, okay, if I put my stop here and I buy two contracts, I will lose X much. And then you can then go back and refer and compare with, okay, ah, that's 2% of my portfolio. We're good to go with that position. So it's kind of like an extra wow. information step that we, that we have. Ah, okay, cool, cool, cool. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, I think we can park it here, Maji. Uh, I think we'll run out of time, 25 minutes or so, 20 minutes. Mm, yeah, yeah, I guess we can park it here then. Yeah, you know, in conclusion, man, trade, trade with the trend, have wind, wind on your back. Uh, yeah, so what I picked up also is the fact that risk management is important as well. Something that's also important is reviewing your trades. Yes, yeah, yeah. Reviewing, yeah, reviewing your trade is, is, is one of the most important steps that, that you can take.
Yeah, but in order to review your trades, you need to journal your trades. So yeah. that's another thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know, if you don't journal the trade, how? What are you reviewing? <laughs> mm. <laughs> how do you remember what you've done and whatnot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so journaling is important. Then I hope maybe our viewers might consider that into their trading as well. Our yeah, listeners rather. Yeah, yeah. For for me, having wind in your back puts the the odds significantly in your favor. Awesome, awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, let's pack it here for the for this week. Thank you for chilling with us. Be sure not to miss another episode of the Village Straight Up. Subscribe to our favorite podcatcher. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We're everywhere, man. Be sure not to miss us. Subscribe on the pod, uh, on the website, villagetrader.co.za. Visit there. Join us every Wednesday, 5.30, um, with Simon Brandon and myself, with Tech Markets. Uh, that's happening every Wednesday, 5.30. Lasts about, typically about, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. Um, you're welcome to request to, to join and share your screen as well to share your trades. Um, learn with us as we go on uh, with the with the learning. Follow us on Twitter at Village Twitter ZA and I am at Njabulo underscore gotcha on Twitter. And Jose, you are on on Twitter? Yeah, I'm also on Twitter. So it's to me underscore comma K-O-M-A. Yes, um, catch us there. Let's communicate, man. Feel free to drop us an uh, an email if you have any question. Would like to 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 get um, those, and if if you would like to to join us on the show, man, please feel free to drop me an email. Njabula at villagechoda.co.za. Check you next time on the Village Shoda. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, thanks, Mickey.